You signed your real name? Of course I did. If you believe in something, you sign your name to it. All right, I'm gonna tell you right now. I ain't crazy. This is the ground you'll die on. Are you sure? Oh my God, are you serious? Son, people can see you. I don't tell you what to do with your money. Don't fucking tell me what to do with mine, okay? I'm not as dumb as you think I am. I will defend myself. <laughs> he means it, sweetheart. Well, that's because you're an idiot. I will fight and win because I am the most intelligent. You sure about that? You sure about that? I got something I want to say. A lot of you motherfuckers think you know who Kenny Powers is. Well, I'm here today to tell y'all you don't know shit. Oh, I give up. You're going to get yourself killed, and this time I won't be able to save you. I make you laugh. I'm a clown. I amuse you. I'm here to fucking amuse you. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Go ahead and go. But I'm not going to stop yelling, because then that'll mean I lost the fight. So please leave a key under the mat. I love y'all very much. Peace out. Serenity now! Serenity now! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... Uh... <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> yes, we're putting Alex in the hot seat. We're doing another Die on This Hill segment, and this is the first time one of us is doing a Die on This Hill. For anyone that hasn't listened to the earlier episodes, Die on This Hill is a segment where somebody, usually a guest, in this case, Alex, the co-host, mm. you sit in the hot seat and you defend a game that you unironically love that most people don't have high opinions of. <laughs> okay, so in the past, we've done games like Gilligan's Island, Popeye Saves the Earth, and WWF at the time, Royal Rumble. And this week, what game are you doing? We're doing the Masterpiece. It's a Williams game designed by Steve Ritchie. It's probably what I would consider his best. No fear. Whoa, his best game? No, no, it's not his best, but it's really good. It's really good. Okay, no fear. <laughs> was... I'll be laying on the hyperbole a little thick uh, a little thick this week. No fear was released in May of 1995. It was Steve Ritchie's last pinball design for Williams, mm -hmm. a partnership that lasted almost 20 years. Pinball sales were starting to fall at this point, and Williams was also busy suing his brother Mark at the same time for jumping ship the year before to the short-lived Capcom pinball division, which I'm sure influenced his decision to leave. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Like, the company that you and your brother both work for is now suing your brother, trying to keep him from designing games at a different company. Yeah, you're probably like, fuck this. Like, I think he saw the writing on the wall and the pinball division was slowing down, but also, I can't imagine at the Thanksgiving table... It wasn't a little bit awkward that he's working at Williams and they're trying to sue his brother. Like, yeah, I absolutely. imagine this had something to do with why it was his last game at Williams. Although, did he stay on for long after that? Because I know he was kind of just like, he was like the George Gomez. He was like the head of creative or whatever there for a while. This was his last design. I think he left pretty close after this. Okay. I think it was, he might have even left a little bit before and it okay. was released, right? Like in 95. But it would be eight years until Steve even got to do another pinball design when Stern released his Terminator 3 game in, in 2003. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long gap. It was eight years, yeah. It was a while. I mean, obviously, Pinball basically died in that time. <laughs> yeah. Which we'll go into on another podcast episode in depth. But, man, 
it, it was wild. So this was the end of an era. I mean, yeah. he sold a lot of games. He's the most iconic pinball designer of all time. Working at Williams. He was running the industry and at the best pinball company of all time, in most people's opinion. One of the biggest, the biggest yes. seller. And he put out what is, you know, his swan song, No Fear. <laughs> so we're going to get into it. No Fear sold 4,450 units, which is a far cry from most of his early 80s and early 90s games. But it was still the second highest selling game of the nine games that Williams released in 1995. Wow. They still released nine games That's in 1995. Insane. Isn't that crazy? By today's standards? Yeah, Isn't man. That insane. That's genuinely nuts. Most boutiques don't release one every year. <laughs> Right? Yeah, Stern does Stern three. Three, maybe, yeah. in a year. They were doing nine, okay? And so, even though this was a letdown, he's still the second best-selling game of that year, most notably ahead of Attack from Mars. Holy shit. Which is an all-time classic. Also, 4,400, like, companies today would kill for 4,400, some of them. Some of them, yeah. That's probably lower for a Stern, but that's like, I mean, still more than the sure. second place. I think that's still breaking even or yeah. making a little bit. Yep. I'm st- I think you're like, oh, we're not losing our ass if we're selling yeah. 4,400 units. But yeah, Theater of Magic was the only game that sold more during that year, but No Fear currently sits at number 183 on the Pinside Top 100 list and is also very notably- 183? I know. Jesus, that's disrespectful. It is disrespectful. And that's oh what we're going to talk about. Yeah. It's, well, that's fucked up. It's also notably hated by my business partner, Chris Rhodes, <laughs> and uh, guest on this podcast. So I did get a bad review from Rhodesy that will read out <laughs> oh, the good. episode. <laughs> so he'll get his say on this episode as well. Good. But uh, I want to give the floor to you, and I want you to start by pleading your case. Why is No Fear a good game, and why does it deserve to be remembered better? Okay, let's start off with the strongest point of No Fear, which is its incredible theme, dude. It's amazing. I don't know if for those for those listening or if you were either too old or too young for No Fear, you might not remember, but it's kind of like a a time capsule of the 90s. It was started, I think, by like a couple brothers that drove NASCARs, which is weird because that's not really what I associate with with No Fear, but they just sponsored various extreme sports athletes. And they just made clothing. I think. They're a All, clothing company. Yeah, they just made like yeah. t-shirts and shit, but they would sponsor, you know, Jeremy McGrath and he'd be have No Fear stickers on his Kawasaki. And so everyone's like, hell yeah, everyone in middle school <laughs> went and bought a No Fear shirt. This was like very much, when I was young, I was probably too young to be the target demographic, but like I saw older kids wearing it and I thought it was a cool brand when I was a little kid. I had No Fear shirts. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You were a little- yeah, I was yeah, a little bit older. Yeah, a little older. I had some No Fear it shirts. Just, it was a short-lived thing and that's why it very much is- the theme, it's incredibly like cheesy and corny. It's got this guy in like motocross gla- like goggles staring at you with like a, his head exploding. <laughs> and it's not like cartoon when I say that. If you haven't seen the backlash, you're picturing a cartoon when you say it's like motorcycle guy with a head exploding. But it's like photorealistic hand-drawn art. Yeah. But Greg it's actually- Ferris is the artist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, Legendary. It's phenomenal team. Everyone on this game is killer. 183. That's fucking insane, dude. You see that art package? That's a top 10 game art package. Damn. And it's it's just, so the theme, incredible. Extreme <laughs> sports clothing brand, long out of business. I think it might have been repurposed at some point, but it's gone in its original form. Okay, and then you get to the actual game. So theme, we're already off on a very strong foot. <laughs> then you get to the actual game. It's fucking, you know, all these games, you're talking, you're over there gassing up fucking that piece of shit attack from Mars. 
Well, <laughs> a fan layout? If you want to talk goddamn fan layouts, No Fear is the fanniest of layouts it could possibly be. They drew the art on the playfield to illustrate that even more. Every shot has its own, like, beam of color going to the fucking flippers. <laughs> it's just straight up fan across. But it's got the sickest little toy thing of all time, Whoa. which is the getaway Hyperloop, except for you actually get a flip it there, the getaway supercharger, but you get a flip it this time. Yeah, that, and it's a that's jumping upper jump it's, shot. It's a jump, so you shoot it up the ramp. So I, if you haven't played this game, I'm going to describe it as if you've never seen it before. It's kind of got like a Terminator 2 layout with the right ramp. is just like a little quick ramp that feeds back. So the ramp on the right side that you hit with the left flipper feeds to the right flipper. The ramp on the left side that you hit with the right flipper, it goes up. It has magnets, so it can divert it via magnets, which is a very bizarre choice. can stop the ball with magnets, feed it back to the left flipper so you can get it to payback time. We'll get into that later. But otherwise, if it doesn't divert it, it shoots up there. It speeds it up with three coils that are hidden, three magnetic coils that are hidden behind the ramp. It feeds it to an upper flipper that's floating. It's mounted on this fucking like 18-inch post. It's insane. It's a flipper. <laughs> Way the fuck up there. And it's on this clear ramp. You get a flip. There's a jump. Everyone loves jump ramps. It's way better than RoboCop. It's way better than Jurassic Park Home Edition. It's the sickest jump ramp in a pinball machine. It rips around there. It goes. It's got this fucking six-inch wide trough <laughs> that the ball slams into violently every time it feels like the game's going to shake itself apart. It just does that because everything's up in the air. So it slams into this trough, rips around, and then the magnets speed it back up. So it's a perfect system because it's, it's just fast as fuck, it's dude. It's fast as fuck, and it just keeps getting faster, yeah. and you just you can keep ripping those loops. It comes in very critical for some modes to rip loops, and if you miss a thing, it immediately drains, feeds it back to the right flipper, so you have another chance at it. Should probably like not feed it safe. That would be one of my gripes. I, I wish the ball was in danger off of that if you fucked up, but it does it so fast that it's not like upper playfield purgatory. It's yes. kind of like it's yes. like a it's like a white water or something where it's not really an upper playfield. It's just one chance at a flipper shot. If you miss it, you're just playing immediately again. You're yes. not fucking waiting for the ball to be delivered. It's amazing. Another thing that I, shot is incredible. Another incredible choice here from Steve. There's two shots into a subway. The subway has a staged ball in it, which is like something that, you know, Scott Denisi would bring back on Rick and Morty. So you're not waiting around for a ball to travel on the subway. It reminds you of this when you have it at home because every time you fucking turn the game on, it launches a ball into the subway three times over and over to make sure that shot's functioning correctly. It's actually kind of nice, but it launches three balls in there, verifies it as a staged ball. So, okay, layout, awesome. It's great. There's a little U-turn with the fucking skull in the middle okay so that's the actual like physical layout then you get into the fucking talking skull it's steve ritchie impersonating like the no fear logo flaming skull it's this gigantic <laughs> gigantic piece of molded plastic that's sitting in the middle of that upper loop i'm talking about it's just great it's just steve ritchie shit talking it's like it talks if you like yeah. black knight if you're impressed by the black knight topper you're like uh no fear had that fucking whatever 30 years prior <laughs> It's awesome. It's just Steve Ritchie saying stupid shit the whole time, telling you to play better or whatever. It is great. Past that, the rules, very straightforward. You can launch right into modes. It has that choose your skill shot. Off yeah, like kind of the same thing as like a next gen where you kind of choose your skill shot. So you can kind of cheese your way into a multi-ball. There's a couple different ways to play it. Some people will, I'm sure when we get into the reviews, they'll bitch about the rules. But it's kind of like you can go through the five standard modes you can time them out if you're a wimp like if yeah if you're a, a little loser. scaredy cat 
<laughs> but like, I don't know why you would do that. And it's genuinely just not, it's not a sure thing. It's just thing. to make a rush to the wizard mode, but. It's not even a sure thing. So it's kind of a bad strategy because you can get a lot of points out of the modes, especially if you're talking for like league play. For sure. So it's like, it's got five modes and then you get into like mini wizard one, mini wizard two, actual wizard mode, which are all different multi-balls. And those all kind of have like different ways to cash in jackpots. The standard three ball multi-ball, very cool entrance, little animation on there of like the motorcycles, the little yeah. red. Oh yeah. The animations on this game, also sick. Yeah. And so what all the modes are based on. All of the modes are extreme sports, which are portrayed on the back glass. With, so and also got, with real with streamed sports stars of the day. Yeah. So there's like, there's the. Like who's the wakeboarder? Oh, it's not a wakeboarder. He's a fucking water skier. It's extreme. Extreme water skiing with Sammy Duval. Sammy Duval. I only know so Jeremy Mag- <laughs> Jeremy McGrath's the only one I probably knew before this. <laughs> the rest of them were all you know articles of their time. They kind of sure. lived and died in the nineties, even if they're still alive. Yeah, yeah. So there's like the NASCAR one. You got to shoot that little racetrack. Off road racing, which is very sick because that's yeah. You shoot the ramps, and if you keep looping the jump ramp, you can get like serious points out of that. There's the water skiing. Got to shoot the tube. You know, which that's a thing in water skiing. You're shooting those tubes constantly. Yep. Sammy Duval. Yeah. That's how you juice all the other jackpots. <laughs> Sammy Duval. That's how you juice the other jackpots. Uh, I'm trying to remember off the time I had the other ones. Skydiving, which has that just insane intro with <laughs> yeah, the little guy being like, I don't know how to do this. What do I do? And Steve Ritchie's like, just jump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. All of this, it's like, it's good pinball. It's a fast, frantic game with straightforward rules and it's wrapped up in this like amazingly cheesy 90s theme so i just to me it's like this is a fucking winner on all fronts like i might have some little gripes if i nitpicked it but it's really minor shit the game is fucking fun this is we're not going to give away the ending here but like i love this game too (laughs) like i yeah i could have done a die on this hill this game too only got I only enjoy No Fear because Alan liked it and forced me to play it a few times. And I was like, okay, this is good. I only liked it because of the theme before I played it. Which is hilarious because as you'll see when I start reading these reviews, a lot of what people don't like is the <laughs> theme. They're so mean. It's But you're you're that age where you're like, oh, this is cool because it's like throwback to, ni- to like bad 90s culture, which <laughs> your generation is like, this is fucking cool. Yeah, I guess right? I like that. But it's like, I think the game is fucking fun. It's fast as shit. It's punishing. Yeah. Like, and it's also another one where if you have it set up easy, it might suck. Yeah. It's like if yeah, you have yeah, one of these, yeah. if you play one of these with a real loose tilt, if it by factory default, it lights that, uh, the kickback. I have my kickback. You have to go actually light it out of your You have to, to hit it. those targets. Yeah. You have to hit those fucking yeah. cliffhanger targets. I can't remember the cliffhanger or the, 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 the rock climber. Sorry. Yeah. So, the rock and those are low on the play field and very dangerous to hit and yeah yeah so that makes it quite a bit meaner and then like all of our games it has standard rubber on it doesn't have silicone or anything yeah and you have a very you found a very probably the nicest yes i wish i could remember the seller's name was a guy out of the tri-cities in washington and he he pulled it out of like some guy's house that it had been sitting in for 20 years and he replaced the ramps and did everything and it's phenomenal i did zero work on the game and it's gorgeous it's gorgeous it's got to be got a nice for, <laughs> and you got it for a great fucking deal because it's yeah, a it's game that a lot of people yeah a lot of people all, yeah a lot of people don't like for some reason i guess we'll learn here in a second so anyway that's my piece game fucking rips 
you can just stop the episode there. Nothing good from here. <laughs> well, we're going to read the <laughs> other side, the reason why this game makes the list and why we have to defend it. Yeah, why it's half the price of every other, like, Bally Williams game that's half as good as it. I agree with that, man. I think it's this is one of those... Why is the game half the price? That's going to be the tagline. <laughs> this is one of those bang for your buck games, I think. I think it's a Absolutely. fucking super fun game. We've, if you haven't heard us talk about Steve Ritchie on almost every episode of this podcast. <laughs> on our second episode, we did an episode based on him and his brother. So clearly, we're both Ritchie guys. Mm-hmm. This is a Steve Ritchie game. It's oh, and it's, it's like, an ultra Steve Ritchie. That's what I say. This is like distilled Steve Ritchie. He made like a promo video for the game where he rides up on his dirt bike. That <laughs> Steve Ritchie's a big dirt bike guy, and he lost the tip of his finger. He got stuck in the chain in the sprocket or whatever, and lost the tip of his yeah. finger. And this is all in like this old promo video that he made for the game. It it just it really is Steve Ritchie, and the fact that it has Steve Ritchie talking in it just is like icing on the cake. You're like, this is it. It's peak 90s Steve Ritchie. So, yeah. It's fantastic. But we're going to go into the bad reviews. Yeah, now let's see what these fucking dumb shits on Pinside have to say. <laughs> and Rhodes. <laughs> All right. So the first one I have, Pinball Slave says, quote, not a fan of the artwork or theme at all. Had the game for a while, and the gameplay didn't inspire me either. Is that your best? I mean, I just, that's inherently wrong. The artwork's gorgeous. Greg Ferraris, dude, he doesn't do bad work. It's got a guy's head exploding on the, it's it's <laughs> sick as hell. It's covered, the whole cabinet's covered in like 90s. Okay, the cabinet. flames. The cabinet. We didn't talk about the cabinet. It looks or... like Guy Fieri's shirt, dude. It's like. <laughs> the cabinet, the, that was a weak era for Bally Williams cabinet art because they just put the brand or the name on the side. Yeah. But it's got like flames. They're always faded. One side of mine's faded. Though. Yeah. Like gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the gameplay on Inspiring, you're like, if you don't like Steve Ritchie games, maybe. And if you don't like Steve Ritchie, you don't like pinball. So like. He also uh, admitted to not liking the theme. This is a common thing with like people. It's like there are some people that can't get past a theme they don't like. I'm not one of those people. Like theme doesn't matter to me in the same way it matters to a lot of people that like. It matters to me. Buying for my house on location theme is probably like the least important thing. Which is funny because as you said at the beginning, you like legitimately love the theme. Oh, the game. theme is all aw- dude. That's the thing. Like my brother came, my my brother was here. He's not a pinball guy, and he saw it. And I was like, oh, I was like, dude, this thing's sick. It's like peak nineties. And he's like, yeah, no shit, this is peak nineties. Like he's like, this is the most nineties looking game you could design. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I love this game, and I wouldn't argue that the theme is great, <laughs> but I, I love the game regardless of the theme. But uh, Okay, next, next. Okay, so Bam McDonald says, I've owned 24 games, and this is the least favorite I have ever owned. Wow. However, I got it cheap when acquiring a couple other games, so it was not a big disappointment. The game is very fast. I found the game play manic with very limited shots, just ramps. The obnoxious talking skull got old quickly. Oh, the one I owned. <laughs> the top part of the skull was made of different plastic than the bottom half. I mean, that's his problem. And the top yellow terribly making it look sort of crummy. I mean, this is just his own personal gripes with his mismatched plastics. This guy's a hack. <laughs> but limited to only ramps, you're like, if you're ignoring fucking all of the modes, if you're ignoring how well, the extra ball. Oh, okay. He so also says... The makers of this were obviously targeting the extreme sports types, guys, skateboarders and BMX riders. If that is you, then you might like this game. From my experience, there are many better games to own. There's no skateboarding or BMXing in the game, you dumb shit. Fatality. Yeah, 
Look, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I don't think he's even seen a No Fear. And he's saying that it's only for BMXers and skateboarders <laughs> or extreme sports fans, none of which you do. I mountain bike, so, you know, I'm a I'm a very extreme sport enthusiast. <laughs> you always see me chugging monsters. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny that he says it's only ramps. We're going to get to these. There's a lot of people that are like, it's only ramps. I was like, there's only two ramps in the game, and then there's the jump ramp, which uses the, ramps, the left ramp as part of it. So th the two ramps, it's like, are you playing games that have less than two ramps? No, like, they're saying it's all ramps. We're know, that's what I'm saying. You're like, how could it be all ramps? Like, no, fucking 12 shots on the game. Two of them are ramps. And the ramps, I mean, the jump ramp is pretty heavy in the game, but like, it kind of makes sense. I don't know. It gets used a lot, but like all of the shots get used for the modes. Yeah. And for the jackpot collects, like, it's like you always hey, shoot this. I disagree, okay. man. Okay. I disagree. I'm with this you. guy. <laughs> I'm with you. But Fat Panda says, if you're not making shots, you're hitting post. If you're hitting post, it could be a long, drawn out, and frustrating game. The jump ramp was cool, but other than that, there's not much else going for it. I win. He has an interesting point here that I didn't, I, I was just talking about this with Megan, actually. It is all posts. There's no stand. The only stand-ups in the game are those uh, rock climbing targets off to the right. Yep. Everything else, it's just shot, 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 shot. There's no There's... pop bumpers. Yep. Oh, on yeah, the that's game at all. Thing I didn't even mention. That's another awesome part about it. No <laughs> fucking pops. No dude. filler, dude. All yeah, killer. All no killer. No filler. In, but it is posts. But I would say that's a problem with your setup. If you're if you're nailing posts on it. It should not be a long game. If you're nailing yeah. posts on my no fear, you will drain immediately. You will drain immediately. You'll hit a sling, or you'll go right down the middle, or you'll go down an out lane, and you're going to get fucked either way. I'll also say, like, I use Black Knight Sword of Rage as an example. Mm -hmm. This game qualifies. They're both Steve Ritchie games. They both feel the same thing. All the shots in the game on bo in both of those games are easy. They're both very fast games, but when you miss a shot... You get punished. It's very punished. Yep. I love that in a pinball machine. To me... What I hate in a pinball machine is I hate breaking shots, like clunky shots, but you don't lose the ball. And we're both like looking over at Ultraman right now. You have like sniper, you have sniper shots on that game and they don't put the ball in danger. Yeah, I hate and that. And you're like, well, what the fuck is that? So then you're just, you're just aiming at it forever and that's bad. I hate like, that's what I feel about Stern Jurassic Park. The reason why I don't like that game particularly is the same thing. I feel like. You could break your way around that game and not lose the ball. It's true. You can play that. Thing. You can play that thing forever. And like some people, they love that game. They, it's one of their favorite games. It's a well-regarded game. I don't like it because it's like, I want to be punished for missing shots. That yeah, to me is pinball. That. And I also like shots to be I like smooth. to be punished. I like to be punished when you make good shots. That's also, I love when he makes you, forces you to hit shots that yeah, you don't Like make. every episode, we're going to come back to solid states <laughs> and games here. And you're like, dude, you play Frontier every shot. You make except for the spinner that feeds it up to the top. Yeah, which then it's just coming out of the pops, which can also fuck you. But like yeah, that's dude. the if the safest option is throwing it into exposed pops, you're like, now we're talking. Yeah, this is pinball. So anyway, back to no fear. We have another person. Arrowbert says, "quote Hate the theme, hate the colors, brown and orange everywhere. Okay, playfield layout and gameplay, but not a fan at all. Pass, pass. See." You got to get past that if you don't like a theme, you can't just write off game because of that. But it's like the colors, there's not brown. Maybe on, again, his, maybe on these shitty-ass copies of Hill Fear. <laughs> Mine is just, it looks like crackling flame on it. It's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like you said, this Guy Fieri's shirt on the side of yeah, the dude. machine. 
Oh, you don't like Guy Fieri? You don't want to go to Flavortown? Come on, dude. Yeah, this is Steve Ritchie's Flavortown. Yeah, this is Flavortown. <laughs> All right. Isochronic Frost says, no fear bores me to tears. Wow. Hit ramps endless and be precise. Many better games from Steve Ritchie. I rule this world. Steve Ritchie does have better games, but not many. <laughs> there you go. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I think this is one of. I think this is a top five Richie game, which just means a lot. And if I really yes. sat and analyzed yes. things, I might come. I'd like. I always joke about I can never recreate my list twice. Yeah, but, we but, saw that in the Super Pins episode. Uh, the, it's it's uh, it's a killer layout, and it's I don't Super know. Super fun, man. It's a game I love. Uh, it's a game I love. I love Steve Ritchie, and it is one of my favorite Steve Ritchie games. Yeah. It's like, like we you keep saying, it's just distilled Richie. It's like the really, it's the epitome of, it's like you got a full Richie fan and you have a repeating upper loop shot, but the repeating upper loop doesn't take any space on the lower play field because it's up in the air. It's awesome. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> DRS FMD says, holy drain monster, Batman. Maybe it's just the way the particular example <laughs> I played was set up. But I couldn't keep a ball in play for more than a few seconds at a time. Impossible to find a groove, accomplish goals, etc. It was all straight down the middle. Brutality. <laughs> well, that's a good review in my book. I think so. <laughs> yeah, we're like, you're like, you're allowed to hate the game for it being too hard if you're a shitty I player. I love when people are like, this game's hard. Yeah, but also, hate like, it. can't find the flow. <laughs> that's the one thing. When you, you do have days, like, I'll play my No Fear because I've got the one sitting here in the house. I'll play it some days and just like you really find the flow and you can just absolutely rip ramps and you're just like you're able to get, you know, looping your looping orbits on the fly and stuff. And then there are days where you suck and it just feels like it's going to punish you. But I'm like, that's what makes it. But it's on you, dude. It's on you. It's It's ultimately your skill. Yeah. It is hard, though. I love that. It's not doing anything mean. It doesn't even have like we keep saying I like the shots that make the ball go out of control. And really, no fear is all pretty safe shots. Because it's a Richie. Richie kind of does that. But he does it well because it's fast. Because it's fast. Yep. So when you do miss a shot, you hit it off one of those posts, whoop, trouble. Yes. Like you're in trouble. Absolutely. But yeah, good to bad reveal. I'll take that one. So Pinball Purdy says, while I do like the rules, I just can't get into the shots. Mm. Too many posts to be considered a good flowing game, which is a Steve Richie trademark. I played this game a lot for League, and every time I start putting something together, I hit one post and it's all over. No fear equals no forgiveness. You suck. You are nothing. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That's a cool tagline. <laughs> no forgiveness. Uh, yeah, I don't Let know. hear Steve Ritchie record that. No forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, it's like you have to have something in between shots. Like, I don't think the shots on no fear are particularly hard. So it's No, like, they're not hard. We're getting kind of... It's interesting to hear these reviews because it's like... you. The biggest recurring thing is that the people don't like the theme or the art or whatever, which is yeah, that's saying that's, that's just debatable. A bad, yeah, it's subjective, but they're also when you're up- saying that when you're saying that it doesn't have flow. Yeah, you're like that's you're out all- of your fucking yeah, mind, exactly. dude. Play better, grow up, play better, man. That's what I have to say. That hard. one, I hit one post and I lose the ball. Yeah, yeah, fucking play. <laughs> you're like, why'd you hit that post? Hey, dummy, don't hit the post, hit the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all ramps. That's what the other guy said. <laughs> All right, Nick Buffalo Pinball says, shoot this lane, shoot that lane, wash, rinse, repeat. Very boring game. That was pathetic. 
That's from Buffalo Pinball, huh? That's a that's Nick a big, Buffalo Pinball. I think that's the, the dude. That's a, yeah, you know, I better like watch my words here. They might, <laughs> they might come for us. Oh, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Either way, I think he's just wrong. That's not what you do. I mean, you can say that shoot about this lane, shoot that lane. You're like, do you just mean like what? First of all, what's he mean by lanes? Second of all, there's not just two repeating shots. If that's what he's getting at. I think it's just like the thing is, is like he's being reductive. But you can say that about every pinball machine. All modern games are lane shots. Like, yeah. like if you're shooting an orbit, there's a switch there in the lane that tells you that you 100%. Hit orbit, or it's right in front of a scoop. That's a lane that goes to the scoop. Right. The if ramps are lanes like. All modern games are lane shooters versus old games have a bunch of targets, either drops or stand-ups. To be fair, there hit. are no drops on the game, except for the one guarding the the scoop, the yeah. skydive scoop. But other than that, it is very much just shots. And but it's true. That's true of most modern pinball, dude. Yeah. That's it. You're shooting lanes now. That's what modern pinball is, is you're shooting lanes, you're not shooting targets. Yeah. And the targets that are on most games are usually inconsequential. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times people will put stand-ups where he puts posts on this game that don't fucking matter anyway. Yeah, they just put little stand-ups just to kind of like reward you for doing dumb shit. For doing nothing. Yeah, a lot of the time I feel like it's just, I don't know. That's Now that you say that, I'm like, there you never have to shoot a dangerous stand-up and that's something that could make the game better maybe. You do have to shoot the drop target when it's up to light lock. Lock the stand-ups to get your to. extra ball kick back. You have to, yeah, that's true. Gotta those get those. Dangerous, dude. Those are dangerous. So, yeah. It's again, it's just kind of like it depends how you're playing the game. I think a lot of these people have a real shallow understanding. It's like the guy being like, oh, you're just going for ramps. And it's like, if you're not going for the extra ball, and to me, it's like, yeah, for a high score, or if you're you not to playing go hit modes. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, what are you doing? All right. John H says, perfectly emblematic of the No Fear brand. Yes. As brash as it is shallow. Oh. I like, <laughs> I like the flipper on the ramp. And I'll leave the comments at that. Prepare to die. Oh, wow. Well, he's like, if I only have something nice to say, that's yeah, all I have. Okay. 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 You know, there he goes. Yeah, brash and shallow. Diplomatic. Sh- Try no. diplomatic in his bad review. It's cool and straightforward, just like the brand. <laughs> I like the spin. <laughs> Misio Tigre says... Is it a pinball machine for adults or just for little kids? You will die, mortal. Absolutely nothing to do. Just a bunch of ramps to hit over and over. After you play it twice, you are done with it. <laughs> That's just every pinball ever. Is this for little kids? It's just hitting ramps over and over. You're like, yeah, it does different stuff when you hit the ramps. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't think any kids would like this theme. It's a very cool adult theme, you know? It's for adults, dude. Yeah. You rated M for mature at anything, okay? It's extreme. It's very extreme. You Not for a, kids. You have to be into skateboarding or BMXing to like this game. <laughs> All right. Bartron says, no fear, more like no fun. <laughs> <laughs> I always like those ones. It's like, this will get them. Was that all he said? No, no oh. fear, more like no fun. I thought I was going to like this game with all the flow and loops, but by God, if you're off by a fraction with your shot and it's good night, Vienna, the music is most annoying and the skull after a few games will make you just want to remove the glass and smash it off the play field. That's kind of the point of the skull is to shit talk you. If that's what he means, if he just means annoying in general, I disagree because I've heard that skull, you know, for a thousand games, I still love it. Yeah, dude, it's, 
It's supposed to be like Rudy. Yeah. Or the Black Knight. It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's the antagonist. Yeah, it kind of, it's also like the commentator. It's a funny role. Like the skull tells you what to do, which is interesting. Yeah, it is. It is a sideways. Like Rudy doesn't tell you what to do. Yeah, the skull will be like, shoot this ramp for big points or whatever. And you're like, okay. Because there's also another commentator. But it anyway, uh, I like the no fear, no fun, though. That's good. You could tell that's like he was he was workshopping that he one was for a while. He was yeah, he probably out. told his he probably told his wife at home that and I left this really good review. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Couch Fort says, I don't see what anyone can see in this game. Fast and Furious? Are you kidding me? This Drainomatic table sucks. You suck. Drainomatic. It's just a bunch of ramps at the top and nothing in between. <laughs> oh, my bad. Two little drop targets that are barely visible and just about impossible to hit. <laughs> at least on the table I was playing, the left flipper didn't come all the way down. Okay, so he's talking about malfunctioning here. Either way, boring table where every other game is a free game. So there's really no challenge at all. I could win free game after free game blindfolded. It's that boring and easy. The only amusing thing is the ridiculous voices spouting out nonsense. Otherwise, this is one of the worst tables I have ever played. Thank God for frequent reshoots because that ball rolls down the center eight out of ten times. Wow. I think this guy was having some problems with the game set up there. So it sounds like one of the flippers wasn't working very well. And it also sounds if thank God for frequent reshoots. I wonder if the I wonder if the launch lane wasn't getting it all the way to the skydive and it was feeding back down the middle. Because that Maybe. Happen. I've seen that in that's one thing a lot of no fears you see are just beat to hell on location. Yeah, because they got the shit played out of them because it's fun yeah, as shit. It's so dude. cool. It's just because everyone a low, likes it. It's a low dollar Bally Williams, and I think it always has been. Yes. So it's like operators, because operators will route Bally Williams more than anything else, or at least they did back in the day. And it was kind of just one you like throw in a bar, forget about. I think nobody was putting money into fixing them up. So I think a lot of people's experiences with the game are tainted by shitty ones. Sure. Yeah. The first one I played did not launch the ball into the skydive thing, so it, it was just different. It doesn't deliver it to the right flipper. It was very confusing to me because it would cycle that drop target. The ball wouldn't get all the way up there, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? And then, I mean, we've seen uh, some other haggard ones, and it just it makes a difference. I, I find it weird that he's like, this Drainomatic table sucks. But it's so easy. But it's also so easy. I yeah. can play it blindfolded. He's all over the place with this one. I don't know what he means by that. Drainomatic, but it's also, he's getting replay after replay. You're like, yeah. that's why I was just dismissing this one. Yeah, it's whack. Do better, Couch. Can, yeah, write in, write into better. the podcast. If you're listening, write in and let us know what you meant by all that. Yeah, I'll ridicule you on air <laughs> if you want. Just send me an email. <laughs> Next time, don't come for no fear. <laughs> yeah, leave no, keep no fear out of your fucking mouth, dude. And we got the final one. My business partner, guest on the podcast, Mr. Chris Ebenezer Rhodes says, No Fear Pinball, basically an over-aggressive, macho, adrenaline-fueled gimmick box. I see all those flames, and all I can think of is that game burning in a dumpster. Bro. <laughs> you weak, pathetic fool. <laughs> That's a good Chris reveal. <laughs> I mean... I think he's just being rude. I think Chris knows deep down that the game's good, and he's just jealous because he doesn't have one. I think that's the feeling that's of all of us. He used to have one. He sold it. Now he regrets it, and he can't, he can't admit he was wrong. Finish him. <laughs> yes, he's probably sold it to go buy his Rolling Stones. You know, a game Chris Rhodes loves. 
So I, I'd get it. I'd be salty too. And I, if I used to own one and it was gone from me, but, um, now I, you know, it is a little over the top, <laughs> a, li- a little bit over the top, <laughs> but, uh, all good things are. I, I do know that he, I do know that he hates that game. Every time I bring up how much I like it. And then when you bought one, I'm he's just like, that game sucks. That it's game obvious. Sucks. It's interesting to me that he really feels that strong. Like, I wonder what happened. I feel like there still has to be some new story or it was just a, sh- a theme he just hates. Because I think I that's think part, a of part of it too is like he likes to be a contrarian anyway. Yeah, he, he knows that. Me and I'm like, I love this game. He's like, ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you it sucks. Yep, kind of makes sense. But I also imagine no fear's probably not a big earner for operators. That always biases operators against sure. things. Yeah, it's like if a game's not making you money, you better really like it to still like it. Yes, yes. If if it's on location and you hate a game, it better fucking earn. But I'm surprised because like, he likes a lot of other. Well, he likes like getaway and stuff quite a bit and. It plays yeah. different than Getaway, but it's very much in the same vein. Yeah, dude. It's a fun game. I think we're going to end this with, like, No Fear is fun. No Fear is fun. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't write games off based off of themes, and hard games are better than easy ones. So it's like... Yeah, dude. If people are complaining it's hard, play better. Absolutely. Like says, play yeah, better. Like, the skull will tell you when you have a shitty game, play better. Game's awesome, dude. It's so sick. Anyway, this was another episode of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast. I want to Thank Alex for jumping in the hot seat there and defending oh, <laughs> no fear on the for his die on the hill game. When this episode goes live, we'll post a, a poll like we always do, where you can add your own comments on no fear, and I'll repost them on our Instagram story. So be on the lookout for that. Follow us at Wedgehead PDX on Instagram. That's where we do all that. And if you have anything else you want to say, send us an email to wedgeheadinfo at gmail.com. If you want anything read on the podcast or maybe want to be at a future episode of Die on this Hill and you have a game that you want to defend, send us an email and we'll maybe work it out in the future. Until next time, everyone, go out, play some pinball location, find a no fear, <laughs> play it for yourself, give it another chance, whether you like it or hate it, go out and play it. For everyone else, until next time, good luck. Don't suck. It's an adversary game. You play against the skull. You know, he doesn't talk nice. He tells you what to do. Shoot the two for more time and bigger points. But if you listen to what he says, he'll tell you exactly how to play the game. Prepare for the ride of your life. The accelerator ramp moves the ball to like extreme speeds. It's uh, It passes by a flipper quickly. If you're not paying attention, you go right by. If you really do achieve the top score, the moment you do, The announcer voice will tell you, and player three is in first place. It's a great feature. It's a good rush. I love the graphics on the game. Playfield's a masterpiece. Every shot is clearly marked. I love his colors. It's it's a strong graphics package. Okay, when a player looks up at the back glass, he's going to see this set of kind of fierce, but, you know, kind of disturbed, intense eyes staring back at him. Right above that is Jeremy McGrath doing this Superman air thing on a Honda CR250. A NASCAR coming across this way, and three or four uh, road race motorcycles, skydiving in the background, and a rock climber. It's an awesome, it's just an awesome statement. We have uh, some, some great video modes. Hey, wait now, I've never done this before. Is my parachute on? Where's my record? Shut up and jump. <laughs> I really love the jump shot. It's unforgettable and addictive. You flip that flipper and the ball flies through the air, gets caught on the other side by another catcher ramp, and it continues to feed it back to the flipper so you can keep repeating it over and over and over again. This machine is about competition. 
It's really fast and intense. It's partly an adrenaline addiction too. It's good adventure.